Guys, welcome back to another episode of Your Two Dumb Hunks. Remember, we're here to ask the stupid questions so you don't have to. Um, well, everything's great. I thought I had something from last week that I was like, ding, I better talk about that. And then I just immediately lost it as soon as I hit record. So that's that's great. Where we're at. Yeah, yeah. Where we're at. It's been a good great week. Great start. Yeah, great start. Off to, a, off to a flying start here. Yeah, here we go. Um, so something big in the news, uh, Netflix, the Netflix crackdown, right? Where they've now started like saying, hey, if we see too, like too many IP addresses on your account or if what I don't, originally it was each, each uh, thing needs to log in every 30 days or something, right? Yeah, something ridiculous like that. Something like that. Anyway, they eventually did something to make it so I thought what they did was brilliant where they could, they said, Hey, okay, we'll tell you what you can have your account. And for an extra, like four bucks a month, you can add an additional someone, whatever that's going to yeah. be. I would assume that device that that person's going to log into is probably only allowed to have one device logged into, but nonetheless, that's a pretty good deal. Do you know how it works now? Um, like I know there was like a weird thing with the IP address. But is it now it registers your devices? Because for instance, like on my cell phone, I can still watch it. Like, uh, you know, like on when I'm on the, the max, like the bus or something. So I don't have anything official, but I okay. did, I did get under the assumption that they actually eliminated how many devices you're logged into. Because okay. I just re-signed up and it didn't say anything about a maximum of seven devices or anything. I think now they pretty much control it by where you're streaming from. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like if so I log into my can, phone and I go to work and I decide I'm going to stream, uh, you know, there, there's something about Mary. Um, they'll, I think they're still going to know that, hey, that's a logged in device that's associated with that IP address or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, but if like you were to say log in from Texas, they'd probably be like, yeah, sus. Uh, yeah, new device. I'm sure that it would yeah. come up. So um, there's that. But anyway, so so they crack down on all this stuff. And lo and behold, six million new subscribers. Now, do yeah, you remember? Do you remember last year when they were sh everyone was shitting their pants? Netflix is losing subscribers, and it was two hundred thousand subscribers that they lost. Yeah, and, as, and if you looked it up, they had something like two hundred and twenty million subscribers. It was less than like a tenth of a percent. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah. Go ahead. I no. What I was gonna say was I. I also heard that not only did they do that, but then they also removed their like lowest tier. So they removed the like $9.99 a month with ads or something. I could have swore there was an option for um, $6.99 a month on there. I think that's I maybe that. if you buy like a year in advance maybe, but let me okay. just double check. But I'm pretty sure they removed uh, the, the... Yeah, so I'm seeing the article right here. Net... Netflix quietly removed the lowest priced ad free streaming plan in the US. The basic plan was offered for $9.99 a month. Okay. So it is um, removed. And so now the cheapest option is the standard plan at $15.49 a month. Right. And uh, my thoughts on that were I actually canceled Netflix for a little while because I was like, dude, it's 20 bucks a month. And how much TV are we watching? And so we got an add-on of uh, Discovery Plus on our Amazon Prime account. And they had a bunch of shows on there that my wife and I like to watch. A lot of murder, you know, docu-series type deals. Mm. Um, but we've burned through quite a bit of those now. And so I was like, well, I, thought I, was, <clears throat> I got up early last weekend. And I was like, oh, let me check this out, whatever. And uh, yeah, so I, I ended up re-enlisting, uh, if you will. Um, yeah into uh netflix and um dude their content their quality is so good I, I it's funny that you mentioned that because i'm actually thinking about unsubscribing for netflix wow just because i feel like i've watched most of the stuff on there um and lately i've actually been on a paramount so we have all of them like we have okay. pretty much all of them but uh, lately i've been on a real big paramount plus kick um that's interesting yeah, the Paramount Plus is actually getting better, you know, because they have a tie-in with like CBS. Right. And then for some reason, they also have MTV stuff on there too. You know, so like my wife watches old Jersey Shore on Paramount Plus. And wow. then like, I've actually been watching, there's a new Star Trek series 
like strange new worlds and it's awesome man and it's on paramount plus um paramount plus uh i don't have any experience with it i do what did i i don't know there's one of those that i subscribed to that was pretty low oh you know it's peacock i ended up canceling yeah. it and then i resubscribed because i wanted to watch golf every week the pga tour um i like to just have it on in the background and you know check it out um but netflix is to bring it back over to netflix netflix is one of the only profitable streaming networks is it a network yeah uh, like a service platform. don't they call we'll themselves call service or platforms yeah. yeah so that's really interesting and i think they i saw somewhere something about um they made a net 1.5 billion dollars in net income which is huge i think it was total 8 billion wow. so jesus that's in stark contract to disney plus which i just recently heard is like nothing but a a money pot that they keep dumping money into and they can't even turn a profit on that yeah, that's surprising because so, Disney, you would think, would uh, they already had a huge library. Yeah, well, surprise. It turns out when you make a new Star Wars series every week, and then on top of that, you make a new Marvel series every week, you know, those are expensive things to produce. And right. then you real, I mean, realistically, the thing about it was, I think for a lot of people, Disney Plus was kind of like one of those nostalgia things. Yeah, You know, like, oh, I'm going to get it, and then I'm going to watch the old Disney movies, and then I don't know how many people were very similar to me, but I would argue that there was probably quite a few, that you watch a couple of those old movies, and you're like, man, this sucks. Um, right. I, and then um, you're like... The other thing I heard about them in particular, I don't know if it holds any weight, really, but one of the things I came across was that since they're making so many woke movies yeah. and tv shows a lot of people aren't having it i don't know what what the reality of that is do you know anything about it no but i do know that there is a huge like right now i, I mean you know they have all the stuff going on in florida so they're kind of in the spotlight already but then they've been producing these remakes of movies right and like casting like i mean i guess for lack of a better term they've been like doing woke casting like right. Ariel for the little mermaid was uh, like an African-American girl. And then uh, I don't know if you heard about Snow White and the seven dwarves. Uh, that's the newest one that's under controversy right now. But I guess people are up in arms because they um, there's a Hispanic woman who's playing Snow White. And then uh, Peter Dinklage, the Tyrion, <laughs> Tyrion yeah. Lannister, like made yeah. a big deal about how midgets should not be typecast and right. so disney in that uh regard they um they're not like it, it, they're not casting dwarfs so it essentially wow, he just up, put he just put uh seven dwarfs seven uh little people that need work out of the job is what yeah, he did and that's the thing too was people were pissed so there i've seen a bunch of articles about it where people are like by doing that, what they're actually doing is people are now CGIing a yeah. lot of like small people, you know, just to make sure they don't offend anybody. But if you look up the picture of the cast, right. of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, uh -huh. the live action, you should look it up and look at the look at the literal like the consistency of the dwarfs, like yeah. what they're made up of. Yeah, it's essentially they made sure they hit every category. There's like an uh, like an African American. There's like a Hispanic. There's like one little midget. You know, there's like a woman who's in there, and so it's like they're remaking it. But uh, they're did remaking you just say it midget? Yeah, I think we were talking saying little people. I so I didn't say midget to begin with because I thought midget was now a woke term. Is it? Is midget okay? Whatever. <laughs> it's gonna be the you same. know what? The day where you can't say midget, like we're in big trouble. Yeah, little person or person of short stature are generally considered oh. to be more acceptable. Midget is highly offensive and considered a derogatory <laughs> and oppressive term. Okay, as sorry. most people, little people prefer to be called by their names rather than a label. And this is from Little People of Ontario, eh? Okay, a and they they ain't apologizing for nothing. Yeah, like the day. This is what? What is this? The world we're really in? Okay, help.com. Five things you should never say or do to a little person. Okay, call don't the use the M word. Oh man, I am okay. in trouble. I might as well have just yeah. said the N word. Yeah. Oh my gosh, don't treat little people like objects. 
So we, we can you think. You don't want to uh, carry them around and put them yeah, on your mantle. You don't want to shoot them out of cannons as yeah. we've seen as seen on tv um yeah. don't treat little people like objects i already said that don't assume all dwarfs are the same i mean did anybody was there don't anybody who all dwarfs. <laughs> oh yeah i know a dwarf so i know exactly what you like your favorite pizza is and that everything. like a line like i have a black friend yeah uh, it's, it's interesting. Okay, so we can call them dwarfs, but not midgets. Okay, don't take pictures without asking. <laughs> or, uh, how fucking offensive would it be? But it's like Carlton. What's the guy's real name? When he fucking yeah, took Alfonso th Rivera or something. Took a stand recently. He's like, I'm not doing the Carlton dance anymore. And guess what? You lost literally every fan you ever had. Don't shout things at them. What the fuck is... Is this for real? Is this a list that needs to be said? Like... Hey, how many people yelled at midgets to the point to where they said, you know what? We need to put that on the list. Yeah, put it on the list. I mean, we're not walking in their shoes, but uh, okay. They're little um, shoes. Yeah, but I remember when my son, he was probably three at the time. We did walk into a gas station one morning before we went to school. And uh, there was, in fact, a <laughs> little person in there. And he was like looking at him, you know, my son was looking at the little person because he was like, what is, what's going on? Like, he is like, what? This guy looks like an adult. He like couldn't piece it together. You could just see it on his face. He goes, oh, look, a little guy. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, oh. Like said, Don't get mad. Don't get yeah. mad at him. He yeah. doesn't know any better. Uh, and then he pulled out his step stool. I didn't want to make any car. jokes. Yeah, I didn't want to make any jokes about him having a short temper. Okay. So um, we got quite off quite a little tangent there, but I wanted to bring you around, back around to Netflix because we were talking about it. So I just resubscribed. I'm in it mm -hmm. to win it. Um, what are you watching? Just, um, I just started watching a series called Full Swing about pro golfers. You know, they all try to make it dramatic and shit and whatever. Mm -hmm. So kind of behind the scenes, what they're doing in their family lives and stuff and everything that's going on. Um, <clears throat> There's a very similar series to that on there. You probably have seen it called Quarterback. Oh uh, yeah, I well, they are the advertising the shit thing. out of it right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's the same thing. It's like these are real people, except they just make more money than you'll ever see in your life in one season. But they're uh, just like you. Yeah. So they um, that I haven't watched quarterbacks. Um, what else am I watching? I don't know. There's a few. Oh, Unsolved Mysteries, man, such a good the series. newest ones. Yeah, they're yeah. really good. Um, yeah. Although I have to say, like you know, there's some. Some of the, and maybe it's because I am a big true crime podcast listener. So mm -hmm. I know a lot of like the stories that are out there. Yeah. They could pick some better stuff. You know, like some of the cases, there's a few where it's like, wah, wah, you know, because it's like one of them was like about aliens again. Oh, I haven't watched that one yet. My wife didn't want to watch it at night because she gets scared of that shit. Yeah. But, you oh know, it's just God. one of those things where it's like, there's a lot of those, like a lot of other ones they could pick up. Like, yeah, like the uh, the murder that just happened. Uh, we got tagged in a post on Twitter by uh, um, Hanging with the Boys podcast. They tagged us. And uh, one of the major cryptocurrency millionaire just got okay. found hacked up in a suitcase. Ooh. Like this just hit like a few hours ago. So I was like, oh, shit. Well, uh, was he in Mexico? Or was it uh, here? Argentina. Okay, well that makes sense. Come on, but it, but like, just from the pictures I saw, it looked like he was trying to be a big social media influ influencer. Uh, influencer, like you know, we started at the bottom, now we here, and yeah. you know, you never know. Maybe he was into some bad shit. Maybe someone a little jealousy or something. I have no idea, but that's why you keep your shit to yourself. Have you ever seen like those video? I I don't know if you uh, remember, but there was a website when we were young. It was called uh, like uh, what was it? It. I forgot what it was called, but there was a website where it just showed like all the worst videos in the world. And then later on it became like ogreish.com and then like live leak. Um, but yeah, all the remember. videos of like Argentina, like people are just out at a cafe in the middle of the day and someone walks up with a machine gun and just blows someone's head off and then walks away. Like nothing happened. So yeah, I didn't expect those start on like VHS tapes. I remember when I first started hearing about them, it was like VHS kind of scenario. Yeah. What yeah, were the names of those? God, I forgot what the name was for that Check, website. Look it up and I'm going to uh, continue about Netflix here while you're busy. Right. Uh, so the thing I wanted to talk about Netflix also, in addition to the subscriber increase, was they just listed a job uh, maxing out around $900,000 for 
for uh, basically um, it's an AI job basically made to run like a, a, a writer's department. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Netflix is in the spotlight for offering a high paying AI, AI job amid Hollywood's disputes regarding the use. So, you know, the, the writer's guild's on strike because and 87%. So are the actors. Yeah, eighty-seven percent of its actors earn. This is this is the Writers Guild, the Screen Actors Guild, specifically to this uh, point here. Eighty-seven um, percent of its actors earn under twenty-six thousand dollars, contrasting sharply with the nine hundred thousand dollars AI role. So they're kind of trying to get um, AI-generated simulations. Um, it's just interesting to see what's going on, and it's like, oh, you guys are going on strike. Okay, well, guess what? We'll go ahead and uh, you know. Which is interesting because a lot of actors, you know, especially the ones making that kind of money, $26,000 a year, they're yeah. not, they're not great actors anyway. Well, I mean, let's so, get real. So what I, along those lines, I, I, what I heard was in Hollywood, a lot of what's happening now is these smaller actors. I, I don't know if you and I talked about it, or maybe I just talked about it with someone at work. So stop me if we already talked about it, but what they're doing is they're paying people essentially a one-time price and they're licensing their likeness. And then they're just AIing them into video, like movies. So it's like they pay $25,000 for Samantha to be a stand-in and then they can just insert her like digitally into any movie they want. Oh, really? I haven't heard yes. of this. Have you seen yeah. any of these videos? No. So it's like AI, it's like AI, um, AI contracts. And so essentially like they're, and, and there's an, if you watch, um, black mirror, there's actually a, it's timely, like all black mirror episodes are, but, um, it's essentially one of the episodes of this newest season is, there's a hidden thing on like social media where they say that they can use all your posts. Right. And then what they do is they have like Selma Hayek. They like license her likeness, her digital likeness. And then what they do is they combine the two and essentially like on a Netflix like channel, they have uh, this show that's like your life throughout the day. But then the episode is played by like Selma Hayek. So think about if all your posts during the day, you were like, Oh, I went to the store and then I got into an argument with my wife and this and this and this. Right. Right. And then when you went home at the end of the day, there was an episode like what's about Dave. And it was your whole daily story, but acted out by like famous actors because they just AI them in to your stories. Huh? So the point I'm making is, this is what's happening now as we move more and more to digital technology is they don't have to pay these actors over and over and over again. They just say, hey, I'm paying for your use in uh, in AI or digital likeness. Right. And then I never have to pay you again. And I could just insert you in as like a bystander in the next Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that because of that technology and its ability that the people that have their digital ID produced – the cost of that is going to go up immensely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, I, and I think that's part of what this, uh, I have to tell you, I think a lot of this actors guild and the screenwriters stuff, I think this is like a flailing attempt at rallying against AI technology and the fact that they are rapidly being replaced. Like we can now artificially make, Bro, bro, how fucking funny would it be if the next Netflix docuseries was all little people in place of like, (laughs) but they never said it. They just acted as if they were totally normal people because they're like, all right, well, we'll get the little people to act. They need work and uh, they're they're having it. It's just like the, it's just like the, uh, what was the picket crossers during the thing? They're like, hey, we'll take the jobs and they just pretend, but everything is like big because they're not going to redo the sets. So yeah, it's just a exactly. bunch of little people walking around that can't get up in the chairs. Right. Um, yeah, that is like the whole series, but it's just never, never, they don't even acknowledge the fact that it's all just little people. Um, Think about like Game of Thrones, but with nothing but midgets. <clears throat> uh, let's see. 
So I don't know if we wanted to talk about this, but we will. Uh, just a little bit more AI. I think it's the last AI story of the evening. Let's just get it out of the way. Um, New York City is deploying AI software to several subway stations to determine how many people are evading fares. So apparently uh, up to 16% of the subway riders in New York City don't actually pay fares. I guess they hop the little scale, you know, whatever it is, the little turnstile thing that they have. Mm -hmm. And um, that estimated cost, missing costs that they didn't make last year was almost $700 million. Wow. So they're putting out some, uh, I guess, AI software to monitor that stuff. I don't know what they're going to do about it. But um, is it like facial recognition? Like so that they, well, can I mean, I guess it would it just identify if someone went over it or through it, right? Like, Hey, is there motion and that turnstile moved? I wonder how much. So, okay. So the way I see this is like, so let's just say Billy jumps the turnstile AI picks up on it. How much are they going to spend by then saying, okay, we need an officer to go track this guy at his next stop well i mean to the tune of 700 million dollars i would say they could probably afford an officer at every station and make a buck sometimes i wonder if they actually implement this technology or if they just use a news story to scare people yeah so right, like, interesting you say that um several privacy groups have criticized the initiative as violating riders privacy some hmm. social activist groups also oppose it arguing it targets the city's poorest residents there we go and allocates money to enforcement instead of policies that make transit more affordable. I think we all know what happens when the government tries to make things more affordable, i.e. the Affordable Health Care Act. Yeah, and I was just going to add in there that Portland, so up here in the Pacific Northwest in Portland, there during COVID, they removed all fair enforcement, mm -hmm. and they also removed... Uh, they also stopped all police from like city police from being able to like uh, board the transit, the like the max. What? Right? So, yeah. So it used to be if there was a problem, the police could get on board the max and they would deal with the situation. Well, now they have transit security, which is just what you imagine. Like Paul Blart. Yeah. Um, and they can't walk around and be like, Hey, show me your pass. So as you can imagine, those of us who are upstanding citizens continue to pay for our fare. Meanwhile, the trade is it, trains have essentially become moving homeless shelters, uh, where I'm sure that they are all paying their fare for themselves and their bags of cans. Yeah. Um, um, so that's what asterisk. I, that's, Asterisk on the uh, arguing it targets the city's poorest residents. Yeah. I'm just like, fuck, guys, come on. Um, I mean, people that so live you know in New York City do. have my sympathy because that place is uh, not doing so great. Yeah. And so, you know what Portland's response was to that was let's just raise the taxes because mm -hmm. TriMet was losing so much money, mm -hmm. right? Because they have less people paying. Yeah. But in order to keep the service, so they just raise taxes. So that's what I imagine will happen in New York City. They'll get that seven hundred thousand. They'll just increase the taxes that the people have to pay for seven hundred million. Seven hundred million. Yeah. So they'll just push it out to the people and say, like, "Hey, you're going to have to eat this cost for all those low-income yeah. people." And on the flip side, the software's defenders say that the technology will prevent fair evasion. Uh, saving MTA funds that could be reallocated to improve riders' experiences and keep costs low. I don't know how, like, I mean, I guess maybe I'm remembering wrong, but like recently I took a trip. I was up in DC in New York mm -hmm. and they had like the full on like bars. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know when we're talking about the turnstile, it's not just like hip level bars. It's like those gated all the way up to your head. Yeah. You know, so I don't know how people are evading it unless they're like squeezing in with somebody else. Yeah, maybe but so. I don't, uh, maybe, and maybe the, maybe that's the other thing too, is maybe I was just, I was in the very, the much more touristy areas. 
Mm -hmm. So I wonder if as you get away from the touristy areas, if it does eventually turn into like the hip level only turnstiles that can be jumped. I mean, could be. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. I would imagine. Yeah. Probably something about squeezing in, maybe staying on the train longer than you're supposed to. Is that a thing? I don't know how it works. I have no idea. Okay. I just bought the unlimited ride pass. So I'm assuming there's probably one way past. They're like, they're like, we're sorry, sir. That's a, that's an all day ride pass for Disneyland. That doesn't work here. (laughs) Um, so let's uh here's something cool that i came across it's not cool it's actually pretty fucked up but it's always it's always always been at the top of my mind i wonder how much medical doctors fuck up in making a diagnosis well they are one of the only professions that for their entire life they're referred to as practicing so (laughs) right it's never uh never that great so the answer is around 11 percent of doctors uh, make mistakes of doctors miss uh have miss n- not doctors doctors misdiagnose around 11% of the time and that leads to 300 uh, a total of 795,000 people being misdiagnosed yearly and is this across the range of like everything it's not like these people are told they have cancer and then they don't really have cancer well, let me tell you. Now, research is saying an estimated 371,000 of those 795,000 patients die and 424,000 are permanently disabled each year. So these aren't minor diagnoses because I think that's the total sum of the numbers right there. Yeah, these are major misdiagnoses. So it's like saying, I think you have this, giving them the wrong medicine that does something Yeah, like they have. And this could be one of those things where AI dramatically improves this. I says, hey, here's all here's here's all, you know, because because a doctor's job, usually, especially when they're presented to the ER, their job is to eliminate possibilities. Right. If it's not obvious what it is, well, let's eliminate as much as we can, as easy as we can and go from there. Um, So in total, almost 800,000 people a year end up either permanently disabled or dead because of mis- misdiagnoses. Now we save a l- way more people than that. So yeah. obviously it's, it's better, but uh, this is crazy. I, you know, I wonder, I also, I guess it gets I wonder more if Carson Tahoe hospitals at the top of that list, because everyone seems to have a horror story about that place. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is uh, what it is. That a, that's not a state. Is that a state funded? What? Or is that a private? That's is a Carson private. Tahoe private? Yeah. Yeah. Private, um, but it's a nonprofit, so they don't have to pay taxes or anything. Yeah, and they're supposed to spend everything that they make and finish with zero at the end of the year. Well, I don't know about um, that, but. Uh, yeah, well, so so my. You ever seen the movie Idiocracy? Yeah. Um, and I tried like, to watch it. You know how. Th- so there's a scene in there where essentially doctors' offices become like things you just walk through and then it's like you have AIDS because it just scans your body. Um, I wonder if we're eventually going to get to that point. Oh, they already have it. Dude, there's, there's places you can go to get a complete like MRI scan for some absurd amount of money. And it basically tracks you for 200 markers of major diseases and illnesses. Well, what is that? Like that 23 and me, I did that recently and it was like, I know this is not the same level of shit, but it like apparently through your genetics, it can say like predisposed to this. Well, that's different, so like, right? Yeah, I understand that. But um, I wonder if it's like, if we're eventually going to get to a point where there's like an AI chat bot where it's like, what's wrong? And you type and I have spots. And then they say, what color? And you type the color and then it's like, this is what you have. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, yeah, maybe, huh? They could just like fucking send their picture into WebMD and it'll yeah. analyze it and be like, okay. Yeah, it'll just um, go against a bunch of training data sets and be like, oh, is it skin cancer? Doesn't fit. Right. So this particular article is from USA Today and they're, uh, they interviewed um, someone, uh, Newman Toker, which is a medical professional from, I think, John Is that his Hopkins. guy's name? 
Yeah. That's it. I think it's Newman Toker. No, that David, is a Dr. Cool David, <laughs> Dr. David Newman Toker. Thank you. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, he says medical professionals almost always misdiagnose diseases when a person's symptoms look like possible symptoms for a different condition. Mm-hmm. The more subtle the symptom appears, the more likely it is the patient's problem will be misdiagnosed. We don't miss strokes when somebody's paralyzed on one side and can't talk. We miss them when they look like something else that's benign. So in other words, when the symptom is is not really prevalent, it's very minor, then that's when they kind of go off. Um, how speaking often do doctors of strokes, diagnose? Yeah. Speaking of strokes, did you see Mitch McConnell, I guess, had one live on? I mean, they're not commenting on it, but it certainly seemed like it. 19 seconds of just like f- staring fucking- off and half his face like drooping. Yeah, was it drooping? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, um, I was. I've watched a couple of reaction videos by doctors and stuff, and they're essentially saying like, "Yeah, no, it's a stroke." And then it came out today, I guess, that he recently had a fall. You know what I love is I was actually watching um, CBS News. I was at the grandparents' house this evening, (laughs) CBS News. And, you know, they were trying to be very factual and not biased. And they were talking about a number of things, one of which was Mitch McConnell. This is being recorded Mm -hmm. on Thursday, by the way, July 27th. And um, they had a bunch of tick bites and the diseases they cause and how that's actually escalated quite quite a bit this uh, summer. Lyme disease? Trump's, uh, they're still talking about Trump's January 6th issues. Mm-hmm. which is amazing, but not a single fucking word about Hunter Biden suddenly almost getting the shaft when he went to court yesterday or the day before because both the um, the attorney, what w- w- would they be? The prosecutor and his lawyers, when the judge asked, is this going to absolve any additional crimes he may have committed going forward? There wasn't an answer. Yep. Yeah, Nothing. Well, he I mean, also, the judge also had a question about the fact that he had a felony. He should be having a felony um, firearms charge because he was a convicted uh, drug dealer or yeah. drug user at some point. He, he had a felony for drug use, so he shouldn't be able to have a firearm. And wrapped up into this deal was the fact that he had possession of a firearm. Yeah. And did they mention anything at all about how the cocaine that found at the White House was probably his? Nope, probably not. No, but I mean, I'm not, I won't even consider that. That's not even like, uh, it's too easy because like if I'm, you know, if I'm a Trump lover or whoever picks someone that's opposing on the side, it would have been probably too easy just to leave that bag in a pretty public area. So why not, why not, what, well, my question is to that is, so why not do a full investigation and find that out? They've literally uh, come out and said there's no way that could have made that through the general social secure, like social ser- or secret service check-in. So it had to be someone directly related. Hey, let me ask president. you, you know how much Coke a condom will hold? Do you? You ever Have you ever sucked dick for Coke? <laughs> no, that's an addiction. <laughs> hey, uh, no, but I, I agree, but it's still kind of like, well, they put a little doubt in them, my mind. So I'm like, all right. I could totally see it because it would have been too easy to set up. And anyone that sees it is going to be like hundred did it. Well, the guy's already tomato, tomato. Being, a, being a fucking drug addict. So, I mean, you know, yeah, big I, surprise. I, you know what? I was amazed. Thanks for taking me off track here. Yeah. I need to get back to this. But my, I was very amazed that the Mitch McConnell stuff led to like this list being published of the number of senators that are over 85 years old. It's like 12 of them. Yeah. There's some old motherfuckers on there. Yeah, like uh, Diane Feinstein, the one from California, I think. Jesus, she's been there forever. She's like 93 or something. Yeah. Is she from California? Is she from Nevada? Her name sounds uh, really familiar, so I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think she's from Nevada. Let me double right. check. Well, I think while she's we're from talking about strokes, let me give you the doctor's uh, top five misdiagnosed diseases. California. Go ahead. Herpes. All right, just five diseases account for nearly 40% of all deaths and permanent disabilities stemming from incorrect diagnoses, according to this report. Those top gotcha. five are strokes. Okay. Sepsis. Ooh, that's a bad one. Pneumonia. Blood clots. And lung cancer. Are you paying attention? Because it's going to be on the test. 
Yeah, I've got you. I heard okay. all of them. <laughs> um, there was something else on here. Oh, okay. One of the one of the high end ones in particular. This is not a disease, but I just wanted to cap on this one. Uh, on the high end, sixty two percent of spinal abscesses are incorrectly diagnosed. Okay, a new fear unlocked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're at a new spine. level of fear over here. <laughs> so, yeah, spinal abscess. And I suppose that would be because it's probably putting pressure on nerves and shit and making your legs do all kinds of weird stuff or a lot of pain. Yeah. That's or interesting. Maybe, and maybe people are sitting more, you know, so I, yeah, I have no idea. fucked up. However, I will say it's interesting that two of those are related to lungs, right? Pneumonia and lung cancer. Yeah. Because boy, oh boy, can the, the shit that goes wrong with your lungs be like the longest list of things in the world. It's like yeah. it could be bronchitis. It could be pneumonia. It could be like blood clots. It could be asthma. It could be et cetera. You know, like your lungs, our lungs are like a, a fuck machine. Because <laughs> I mean, that's one thing to call it. Your lungs are a fuck machine. Okay. Yeah, like if everything goes like everything mean, that seems it's to like go they wrong breathe for you. Yeah, yeah, I know, but everything that goes wrong with you seems to stem from some issue with your lungs. Right. Um, and then this report concludes that um, reducing diagnostic errors by 50% for these five diseases I listed. Oh, it lists actually some a uh, few different ones. Pneumonia at pulmonary embolism and lung cancer. Yeah, that's, well, it's, uh, pulmonary embolism is blood clots, isn't it? I think so, which are on the rise, by the way. Um, yeah, lung cancer could permanently, yeah, could cut permanent disabilities and deaths by 150,000 a year. Um, you just said that we're all unhealthy. It's got me a little uh, nervous about the fact that there are a lot of, especially on TikTok, where things seem to be much more um, unfiltered, yet probably a little less accurate. There's mm -hmm. a lot of people on there, including coroners, that are like showing huge blood clots and they're like, this is not fucking normal. Like I've never come across stuff like that until the last several years. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if it's a combination of like, we're just not nearly as active as we once were versus we're eating like pure shit. Okay. Well, you know, basically like, they all allude to the fact that the vaccines are fucking people up. Oh my God. That's okay. Yeah, not real. I, I don't, let's not have this debate. The conspiracy theorist in, is now, in, uh, that's right, you're a fucking jabber, huh? I believe got, in science. I'm just saying, the science wasn't proven. I, I'm also just saying that polio no longer exists too. Should we have just, should we not give that vaccine anymore and see what Who happens? Who said anything about that vaccine? I'm talking specifically about the COVID jab that was oh my rushed to market. Yeah, and so was the polio vaccine too. Is it successful? Po oh, nobody's little there's only one person <laughs> alive i think in an iron lung anymore so i would say so yeah that's fine but but you know what i'm saying i understand what you're saying and i while i do have to say uh i myself got the uh what it wasn't moderna what was the other company pfizer there was a uh, pfizer yeah so i got the pfizer vaccine okay. which i feel like that was the one that was like starting all the shit off going through all the tests yeah. Then it was like all of a sudden Moderna came on the scene and then finally the same company that makes baby shampoo somehow came up with a vaccine and surprise the baby shampoo company is the one that had a whole that was the one that was like killing women. Yeah, like that's the one I got. Infertile. I fucking took it like a man. I was like, give me the J&J &J Koosh, please. So <laughs> All it was is baby shampoo in the needle, bro. I was like, how bad could baby shampoo be? Give me, they, <laughs> you know what? I love the way it smells. I love the way it looks. Give me, give me their jam. It makes my skin really soft. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, I, think, I just think some of it was, some of it was probably more rushed than others. And I feel like that's a result of capitalism. You couldn't have just one company making the vaccine. So as soon as one got passed, they kind of had to push other ones through. So I would be a little, I'm a little more hesitant with the Moderna and the Johnson and Johnson. No, I'm um, just pissed about the Pfizer. whole situation because it was handled very in incorrectly. Well, you know what I don't yeah, understand is that people were pissed off that we, they mandated a vaccine. Uh, so anytime your kids start public school, there's a whole fucking host of them you have to have. Mm-hmm. So it's not a new thing that they've mandated a vaccine. 
Like there's a lot of mandated vaccines. Okay. So go ahead. Um, that'll wrap up that segment of whatever it was <laughs> we were right. just talking about. I'm fucking, I'm seeing red right now. Can't even talk oh, about it. Oh, you're I'm that bad, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you really like, I'm fucking, I think, I think, I, I really think that you're fucking totally ignorant to, to the whole situation. It was something that it was proven by studies that this almost affects no one except the elderly or the people that are severely have some kind of severe medical issue. But they're like, everyone must get vaxxed. Vax. And remember, they fucking came out at first and said, it's going to prevent you from getting it. Just get the fucking vax. And then it went to, well, it's going to make it so it's not as bad. And then it went to social everything. Everyone's like, if you don't get a fucking vax, you're a piece of shit. And then everyone turns around and says, well, then why the fuck do I got to get it? You got it. It's not going to prevent you from getting it. It's just going to make it so it's not as bad. So what fucking difference does it make? And then the fucking, and then fucking government entities, New York City, all of them, a lot of like, especially the liberal places, if you don't have a vax, you can't come here. You can't be in here. You can't do anything. Even though all the fucking data shows, it's not going to prevent you from spreading it. You're still going to give it to people. You're still going to get it all the same. It affects uh, only, I'm not going to say only, but the, the risk of you actually dying or being hospitalized from it is extremely fucking low unless you're like 60 pounds plus overweight or you have a certain uh, a matter of demographics that you meet. That was it. So instead of saying, okay, we can't get all the vax out at first. So guess what? Everyone 16 above, you have preference to come get this vaccine before you want it, if you want it, right? That was the so, fucking issue about all this. And by so the way, now I, will- I have a fucking jab in my arm that they pulled off the fucking market because they rushed it and they told everyone, you need to get a fucking vax or you're a piece of shit. So guess what I have? I have a vax that was no fucking good in my body now, right? So I rest my case, Your Honor. All I will say is um, I agree with everything you said about the forcing. I think Mm -hmm. all of that was wrong. I think the fact that they started essentially saying you will lose your job if you don't get a vaccine, because that's what they were saying to federal employees. They were Mm -hmm. telling us, like, you have to have it. Otherwise, you can't come into work. And if you don't come into work. um, But what I will say is I think that what I myself, uh, like, the only way that I look at it is, like, I see it very similar to a flu shot. You should not. Nobody forces people to get a flu shot. If you want to get a flu shot because it's going to, quote, unquote, Help you with the flu. Oh, yeah. Thanks for what? bringing that up because the flu is, is is the same thing. Oh, no. This is good for everything. A week later. Oh, this new variant fucked us. A week later. Oh, this new variant is not very yeah, effective. That's the like, problem. Why? That's the problem with the flu shot is they go off of like last year. They always the flu go shot's off of the last year. flu shot's only 10% effective. Yeah, I understand. That's it. But that's what I'm saying. It's the same thing with the COVID vaccine. The COVID vaccine is maybe for 10% of people, those elderly people, maybe, yeah, it keeps them alive. But I'm all for it. If you don't want to get it, don't get it. I don't think people should be forced to get it. But I also don't think that we should That should have been the stance by everyone. By everyone, there should have been no mandates. That is 100%, I believe, the right thing. Every single fucking time I see somebody still wearing a mask, I laugh and wonder where the fuck they are. Don't get me started on that shit. Because as far as I know, COVID's gone. I haven't heard anything about COVID. Um, But however, I just want to put this on your radar and our listeners' radar. I've already seen the articles this upcoming fall expected to be the worst. Let's call it. Uh, like, wait, wait, let's call it the phrase right now. Let's call it Covageddon. Yeah. It's like triple, triple dimmick RSV, the flu and COVID is coming back in full force. They expect this winter. So okay. don't be surprised if we see again, the return of mask mandates in these. Of course. And make sure towns. you stay tuned to this news channel. So you don't miss a beat. Yeah. Yeah, and wait till they start showing the bodies too. And the funny thing, like uh, the funny thing to me, and then I'll get off of, off of this tangent, is when we were in talking to my sons. Um, we were talking to my son's pediatrician just here recently, and I had asked her. I was like, "Oh, I said so. Um, like, what were the numbers last year?" And she was like, "You know, in a surprising turn of event, we had almost a hundred percent COVID and no cases of the flu." And, and that's that. That's where I really got fucking pissed off is when they started trying to tell everyone that their kids need to get it, and there was almost zero death in children. 
Yeah, I didn't. My kids didn't get it, and they tried to make my kids get it, and I didn't have. Well, my I thought kids you said it. it. What's the problem with it? Your stance is what's the problem? What's the problem? It's my They're, choice. It's my choice if I want to get choice, it. Your choice, but hey, they have mandated vaxes for all the kids already. Why? Why didn't you get your kids? Don't you care? I'm telling you, I'm alluding it to the flu shot. It should be an Do, optional shot. It should be an optional shot, like the flu shot. Okay. The flu shot is not mandatory for kids to go to school. It's not like polio or measles or mumps or what's the other one? Roofies. I don't. It's like mumps, measles, and roofies. Rubella. Rubella. Oh yeah, there you go. And kennel cough. All and, right. <laughs> and well, they made me get my kids kennel cough because they do hang out in cages often. Okay, let's talk about Gen Z. Oh great. Yeah. Well, we're um, fucking heated. I gotta let's be honest with you. Gen Z, Gen Z, and just like I, you know, I was hoping this wouldn't happen, but as we're um inching closer and closer to our forties. I'm the, I'm like the, the, the separated, like I'm the old guy. Yep. Right. I, I kind of like, I don't, I, and I almost feel like I'm the old guy to the effect of, I don't know probably as much as even my parents knew about my generation because there was such a shift. Does that make sense? Weekly, daily. Okay. I'm glad to hear you say it. Cause like Gen Z, I don't even know what the fuck, like, I don't even. I couldn't even sum up what a Gen Z er is at this point. I'm just like, I don't fucking know. I have no idea. Like, it seems like everyone's. Um, I don't know. It beats the fuck out of me. So, but what we're gonna talk about the brands most loved by Gen Z as compared to their counterparts, which is all U.S. adults. So yeah. So basically, us. Sean, um, do us a favor. We're not Gen Z, right? No, we're millennials. Do me a favor, look up age range or birth dates for Gen Z real quick so we get a, a really clear, because this says all U.S. adults, so I'm, I'm assuming part of Gen Z might actually be encaps, encapsulated in that, but just a small margin. Gen Z, the newest generation, are those born between 1997 and 2012. Oh, okay. That's a f fuck, dude. That's a broad range. So at 97, they're almost, they're coming into almost 30 years old. They're five and years then, short, so. So, okay, so wait, so so it went Gen Z, uh -huh. which was 1997 to 2012, and beginning in 2013, it returned to Generation Alpha. So those born after 2012, they are now Gen Alpha. How awesome would it be to be Gen Alpha? It's crazy because those kids are now 12. Like, they're <laughs> almost entering the workforce. Okay. There's a whole fucking generation between us. Oh my God. I feel old. Go ahead. Okay. Anyway. Um, all right. So uh, we'll go in ascending order, Sean. That means we're going to start at the bottom of this list. Um, now, let me talk about, it doesn't actually list why this goes from like number 10 all the way up to number one. Mm-hmm. Maybe that has, uh, you know what they did is they listed it and, and, difference so these they started with let's see here there's actually 20 on here but they don't give me the the first 10 right so number 20s through tw number 20 through 11 i do not have the spread for or the difference right the okay. difference would be what gen z um loves versus all u.s adults so for so, example uh, okay, i'm gonna give so you an example is, here so sorry Apple so Pay. they're okay go ahead Sorry, so are, when you say all other adults, are they just essentially saying anyone over the age of 18? Well, it actually says all U.S. adults. So I would assume that Gen Z is probably part, at, least, at least partially included in that since Gen Z goes all the way to 2012, which means they could possibly be 11 years old as well. Yeah, okay. All right. So all U.S. adults versus the entirety of Gen Z, okay? So for example, Apple Pay, is that number 10 on the list? 59% of Gen Z is into Apple Pay, whereas only 39% of all U.S. adults are into Apple Pay. The spread there, or the difference, is 20%. Okay. 15, so 20% more people. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so um, the difference gets smaller and smaller as you go down this list, but we're moving up the list from number 10. But I'll give you the 10 other options that are on here that didn't make the cut. Number 11 is Sorry, DoorDash. Hold on, question. Yes. And I will be posting this to our Twitter account, at Give Us The Scoop. Check it out um, uh, the same day that this is posted, which would be Monday. My question is, that math didn't add up to 
It doesn't know. They're not talking. They're saying like favorability. What's oh, their I most see. loved brands? Sorry. Gotcha. If okay. I didn't, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Makes the sense. brands okay. most loved by Gen Z and then kind of like the preference towards U.S. adults, maybe like how much, how many of the U.S. adults are actually using that same brand, right? Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So I'll start from, I'm just going to blow through the first 10, which is number 20 through 11, starting at the bottom PlayStation. I'm not sure what that's about, but Gen Zers. Okay. Um, Capri Sun. So they like it more than other adults. U.S. adults, yeah. Okay. Which makes sense, but Capri, I don't know, Xbox, Vans, Roblox, Epic Games, Twitter, Reddit, Fenty Beauty, I don't even know what the fuck that is, and DoorDash. What the fuck is Fenty yeah. Beauty? Yeah, look that up. Okay, I'm going to start the list while you look up Fenty Beauty for us. At number 10 is Apple Pay. Gen Zers love it. 59% use it as uh, opposed to 39% of all U.S. adults. Um, the other one, Fenty. this next one actually has me pretty surprised. Go ahead. Fenty Beauty is a cosmetics brand made famous by Rihanna. Oh, oh so whatever. Uh, number nine actually kind of threw me for a loop because I almost felt like this brand was aging with the population. Twitch. Okay. So more Gen Zers are into Twitch, 42% saying they love it as opposed to 21% of adults using it. Yeah, I think it's a very small, that makes sense to me. It's a very small subset of the population. I mean, think about what is on Twitch, video games. Yeah, but so this is number much? nine on the list. So you're telling me that Gen Zers' favorite brands, most love brands, they love Twitch more than they love PlayStation, Capri Sun, Xbox, Vans, Roblox, Epic Games, Twitter. So they just yeah. probably just, you know, this is uh, kind of crazy. They're watching, shit on, they're watching shit on Twitter or watching shit on Twitch instead of like Cash buying. App, Instagram. They like Twitch more than they like Instagram. But Instagram is phasing out. I'm serious. I think Instagram, Instagram, they block. like, they like, Oh, never mind. I'm yeah. reading the wrong fucking list. Whoops. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so DoorDash, they like Twitch like the more than they like DoorDash. Yeah. I think DoorDash is kind of a weird intermittent. I, cause think about it. Like a lot of Gen Zers now are still not adults, right? It's kind of that weird. There's some adults. There's some that are on the low teen side. So how many are really, using DoorDash. I, I think guess. DoorDash is more for like our age. You know what fucking brand really throws me off is Reddit. I know I, some people that use it. Some people like, oh, check this out. The thing that gets me about Reddit is they don't allow like trolls. Like, I it like fucking, Reddit. It drives me nuts because every time I go reading there, everyone's all sentimental and sympathetic and I'm like, fuck it. I want to see someone talking shit to this loser. Yeah, I like, get really pissed like, off when I try to post stuff and it's like, your post has been automatically deleted due to violating community guidelines. Yeah. And, and it's like, I don't even know what I fucking said in there. Right. So that it just gets, I, it's just part of like the culture in my eyes and it's like brings a little bit of humor and it's like, okay. I mean, if they're fucking heinous remarks, then fine, cut them. But, well, that's why those people use, what is the other one? Uh, what's the one where all the people are planning the mass shootings on? Twitter. Uh, no, not Twitter. It's uh, <laughs> that's it's why like I like Reddit. Twitter. It's like Reddit, but it's not. Okay. Whatever, I'll look it up. Okay, right. number eight is Trolley. Are you familiar with these? The gummy, like the gummy worm brand? No. T-R-O-O-L-I. Yeah, the gummy. Sorry, the site I was thinking about was 4chan. Oh, yeah. That's where you hang out. That's like the Reddit for fucking losers. Go ahead. Okay, so that's where you hang out. Okay. Thank you. Let's go up this list. Number seven. Oh, wait a minute. So they like Trolley look, better than they like? No, they love DoorDash? Trolley. As the, mm, that's a good question. That is does not seem to be the case here. No, because this is not about how much they liked it. This is about the difference of likeness between Gen Z and all U.S. adults. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So this so, spread here, 45% of them said they like it and only 24% of U.S. adults. Yeah, that's because you got grandma who doesn't do anything but Werther's. Yeah. <laughs> right, put Werther's on there. Let's see what they say. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of the gummy candies, let me tell you. Yeah. Um, look this one up for us because I have no idea what it is. Uh, Sheen. Shine. S-H-E-I-N. Uh, 44% of those surveyed in Gen Z said they like it. Well, 22% of U.S. adults. 
said they like so it. shine it looks like is a clothing brand mm-hmm. that supports the sizes women kids men and curvy so maybe it just appeals to um all walks of life okay including those who can barely walk number six is spotify okay what's that, that spread that was interesting to me. Um, so 70% of Gen Zers are into it and 47% of adults, those that are surveyed, of course, and the spread there is 23, 23. The difference is 23%. So they're just using a lot of Spotify. They're using Spotify to listen to a lot of stuff. A shitload of people, apparently. Which makes me wonder, like, so that makes me wonder then is the Apple music, is that target us then? You know, I don't know. Like, well, a fifty percent, like I think fifty percent of the phones are fucking Apple iPhones. So I can't. It's hard for me to be like, uh, okay. Well, I mean, I have an Apple iPhone, but I use Spotify. Yeah, you told us about that, and you said there's no real benefit to actually paying. There's for not. It, but yeah, there's not. Except what you get ad free stuff. And they're raising prices now. <laughs> oh yeah, so, I just, just heard so that you know. too. Congratulations, yeah. Sean. Um, the Cash App. Are you familiar with that? I am. Yeah, and that makes sense to me. Is that the one that rolls up and invests it for you? Or is no, it Acorn? Cash That's App Acorns. Is just an, yeah, Cash App is just another like payment app. Weird. It's Isn't like it weird? Venmo. But it's weird. Well, yeah. And Venmo is like, in my eyes, that's like the hip one. And I'm like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't want no one seeing who I'm paying for what. what. But what's interesting is that what two of the things on the list so far have been digital payment. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, Apple Pay? Apple Pay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's where the difference is. I, I mean, and that makes more sense too. Cause you know, we like, I'm doing some fundraisers at work and we've gotten a lot of, we need a digital payment option because we don't pay in cash. And so we get a digital option and all the older folks are their immediate question. We got a Venmo and all the older folks are, what is this? What is this picture here? And what do you is guys a not Venmo? accept? Yeah. Do you guys not accept checks? No. Bro, that is a dumb move. To not accept checks? Yeah. People don't... Uh, we're trying to target people who are like... We're talking breakfast fundraisers. Who the fuck is carrying their checkbook for when they're what? walking in the door? For like oh, a donut mean, and coffee. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't, I didn't know. I I'm thought not talking going, about... No, in my yeah, mind, you're going door to door. I'm like, the first no, place no. I'm going is the senior citizen center, bro. No, no. I'm talking about like, this is at my work, like stuff. But so <laughs> the problem is a lot of people... It's like, oh, five bucks. Well, I don't have cash. That's what you hear a lot of now is people saying, I don't have cash. So, yeah, you know, that's so my we excuse go with every time option. I gotta fight a bum. Yeah. Well, um, houseless individual. That's what they like to be called. Okay. Well, I'm not going to address them by that. Okay. Let's go number four, which is something uh, contrary to what you said is Instagram. And the spread here 73% of Gen Zers say yay. And only 48% of U.S. adults love the app. I thought you told me Instagram was lower on the list. You to- Yeah, remember I told you I fucked up. I was reading the wrong list. Oh, okay. But you so had then- a strong opinion. And it turns out that actually it looks like it's coming in, coming in hot. So I, I don't want to spoil the list, but I'm assuming that not above that does not include Facebook. Facebook yeah. is fucking so, toilet. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Instagram is the new hot yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually really surprised about that. But the difference between Instagram and other forms of social media is Instagram still personal like Facebook was. Yeah. People have a tendency to make their Instagram about them and things that they like and this and that, unless they've turned it into a business. Um, but whereas you, you go people. over to TikTok, the only reason people seem to, no one's making TikToks about their personal life because no one gives a fuck. They're trying to create content that's entertaining. And follows right? trends, become one of the pack. Right. That's what that's what I, it, I was going to say a little bit earlier too. Like in since I deleted TikTok, mm-hmm. uh, like that's when I lost all following I had of like anything that was like trending. So now, you know, I hear all about, like, I just heard about this court case uh, that's coming out of Florida where a girl, like, it was a TikTok challenge to call the police and tell them your friends are being kidnapped. And, like, now this girl is being charged with a felony for reporting a false crime, but they were saying it's a TikTok challenge. Like, 
I feel like you lose that shit when you don't have the app. And then when you hear about it, you're like, what in the fuck is this real? That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, um, let's get up this list and we can maybe hammer it home at the end. Uh, number three is chap, uh, chap, <laughs> Snapchat. Okay. I, I'm surprised that's still relevant. I guess the, the, uh, plus side to that is that all the shit gets deleted after it's seen. Right. I mean, kind of. It can be, or maybe they're screenshotting the promiscuity well, it of it. Know. Is it lets people know, like when someone takes a screenshot of your stuff. Yeah, but don't forget that um, it says all U.S. adults. So I mean, they're also taking a sample of people beyond, like we'll say, forty-five right now. People that were originally introduced to Snapchat and have moved on with their life because it's you know they have families yeah. and it's just fucking who cares. I don't Instagram do- for that matter. I know people that just fucking post to Instagram daily two, three, four times a day. And I'm like, and actually I read a very interesting article that um, suggested that there, the trend there is the people that po- post more about their family to the public are oftentimes more insecure. Internally. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's like um, those people who fucking get accounts and it's like Steve and Tina where it's like, <laughs> you mean you have to have a joint account? How because cute. you both want to be able to see what each other's doing. Whatever. Yeah. Fucking Tina just posts a fucking bloody knife left on a pillow. Yeah. She says, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Steve. He's out. Uh, number two is Discord. Let me tell you, Discord is like the fucking Wild West, dude. Yeah. Uh, you were speaking last time about uh, the PDF files, the random ripped off PDF files of books and shit. Yeah. I've never been to a place where I have more access to free stolen fucking intellectual property than Discord. I mean, there's all these ones that I that I joined uh, back when COVID hit for finance and uh, investing and all the fucking books you could imagine were available on every single one of those Discord channels for free. Yeah, that's also the place where that kid put all those classified documents up. Yeah, I mean, uh, there you to go. To all his friends, you know, from, you guys the, say more? from the Pentagon. He's all proof, bitches. Yeah. Discord is fucking nuts. Like literally all you have to do is type something in and there's like 7,000 different Discord rooms. And Servers, the crazy thing yeah. is most of them, you can just like jump in. Just be like, hi guys. You know, it's funny. A uh, little omission here that I uh, didn't want to share, but I will anyway, because it is funny. There's a, like a NSFW Discord channel for kind of like a cousin to mid journey. Okay. So it's like basically oh, yeah. all fucking like, you know, raunchy, naked shit, whatever. I was like, oh, AI let's check generators. this out. And they want me to like put in, you know, basically you got to go through the hoops, you know, put in whatever, whatever. I was like, ask too much work. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I was, it was like one of those things where I think it was an app that I had. I don't know if it was Wonder or Dream or something, but they were like, oh, our Discord server. And I went onto there and then, you know, kind of like, oh, check it. They have an NSFW channel. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's check that out. And then you couldn't get in. You had to like link up your app with it. So that saying that you are had a membership to that app and I'm like, that's too much work. I don't care that much. Well, that's it. I mean, you even brought up right there. What was crazy to me was when I learned that mid journey is entirely through discord. Oh yeah. Like you have to put your prompts into a discord channel mm-hmm. in order for it to generate straight in the discord. Yeah. It's weird, huh? Yeah. It's not like a standalone app. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Discord. And the thing, too, is it's like I think that's a very big gap with Discord because it is like I kind of think our age is the cutoff. I don't think people much older than us are joining Discord channels. Yeah. And yeah, Discord actually is kind of techy because you can program things and put bots into place and all that stuff. By the way, uh, while we're at Discord, 50% of Gen Zers love Discord, while 21% of all other US adults are into it, which is almost a 30 30 point, we're going to call it 30 points because it's not percentage. Well, 30% and the fact that we're talking about percent units, but not, you know, number wise. Yeah. Um, 29 point spread and uh, Snapchat, by the way, 64% of Gen Zers love it. 35% of adults. And that brings us to our number one largest separation, which has to be the one, the only TikTok. Okay. Yep. 69% of Gen Zers love it. Well, 39% of all us adults uh, say that it is one of their favorite 
brands. Um, did you hear that they're actually opening up a fucking TikTok shop? What? Yeah. So when you're looking, um, I know you haven't used TikTok in a while, but um, actually a feature I almost never use, but you can watch like TikTok live feeds. Okay. So while you're in that live feed, that creator could promote products and you could purchase those from that live feed. And then obviously the creator will get a cut um, and they will be selling. Uh, it sounds like it's directly from TikTok. So when you're buying it, there's a secondary company that they're in contract talks with to fulfill that order. But like basically, uh, no, it's something else. Um, yeah, but yeah. basically you're buying that product directly from TikTok. So TikTok gets a cut, the influencer gets a cut, and then the company gets whatever. Yeah, knowing TikTok, the influencer probably gets fucking three cents. Pennies, yeah, pennies on the dime. Um, anyway, kind of interesting to know. I, I, I mean, I use TikTok all the time. One for news sources. Um, there's a couple really good accounts on there that um, physics ones, especially, especially like that sub and the Titan sub imploded there. I, I referenced it a couple of times. There's a really good account on there. A guy that likes to explain everything um, on the science aspect. Um, there's a couple of really good accounts for news that um, I don't have them up, so I'm not going to shout them out. But if, when I come across them again, I will post them to our Twitter at give us a scoop. Check us out. Um, but the guy's like, Hey, did you hear about, Hey, did you hear the news today? And then it's like his alter ego always like, Oh, you mean, and he'll rattle off all the crazy shit that actually happened that no one reported in the news. And he goes, well, you know, at the end, the, his original ego goes, no, that's not what I was going to say. He's like, well, what then? And then he'll say something stupid. Yeah. But he always comes up with five or six major headlines that fucking no one talked about. And it's usually, you know, political bombs. That's just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I had to get off to TikTok, man. That, that thing is a life sucker. It's one of those if things you, where if you, you allow it to be. Yes. It is. Yeah. Where it's like you all of a sudden you're watching, you're looking at something, and then you look at your phone. And it's seven hours later. It's like a casino. I mean, I've never quite had that problem, but I have gotten sucked into it pretty deep before. And uh, I've yeah. taken some very long bathroom breaks with TikTok. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so uh, there has been a number of times where I found myself at the point where I have, I actually started us an account. Um, two dumb hunks. Okay. Um, for nothing other than just to create our own feed of stuff I want to see. Um, a lot of those are now news channels, but, uh, yeah, I, I love TikTok. It's, uh, I, I mean, the problem is that I get into is they are so good at algorithms mm -hmm. to where it's like everything that they like, you may also like, it's like, I do yeah. fucking like that. And then it's just <laughs> well, something what do you else. Know? <laughs> yeah, you know? Do fucking and like then that. It's, then it's something else. And you're like, oh, great. I really like that. And then they're like, if you like this, you'll also like. And then the next thing is you're like following 17 additional channels on top of all the stuff you already follow. God, I know. And I then it the lets your phone, your phone send you alerts that says, hey, all these people have posted new videos. And then you're like, I got to check them out and see what they're doing. That's funny. I, that's actually something I don't do. I block all notifications. So it's only on like my time. Most yeah. of the time anyway. Yeah, that's probably a good one. Anyway, guys, that's the episode. Thanks for joining us. Two dumb hunks. Send us an email um, at give us this, not at, excuse me. Give us a scoop at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at give us the scoop. Um, shoot us an email, send us some love on Twitter. Like I said, uh, remember we're here to ask the stupid questions so you don't have to, we will see you next week.